Soul Material Podcast. The check has cleared. Yes, sir. Money in the bank. It's your man, EO. T Mark the Street Shark. Cut the check. We are here with official theme music ready to drop this knowledge. You ready, Shark? Let's get them. Let's go. Best place to be, the Soul Material Podcast with your boy, the OG EO, Kevin Bailey himself. The T Mark the Street Shark, Tony Martin. Understood, man. We are now in episode two. Great conversation that I had with Tony regarding um the game now as far as as OGs as they call us. Um while we're mad, quote unquote, and um the retail game right now and how that is uh, gone forth and the commercialization of the game and um we're going to go right back into um some foundational things we want to discuss and i wanted to ask t mark the sharp himself as far as not only the history of marketing um but where you think marketing has helped or hurt things now um with the evolution of social media um how things are seen now and so forth so so i just got to ask you man as far as um, marketing within itself within the culture and sneaker game um, how's it evolved and how I think it's helped to hurt the game right now, given where we are in the climate. Yeah, that's a, a great question, Kev, because, um, you know, again, you have to, in order to know where you're going, you have to know where you came from. And, you know, previously I talked about, you know, the, the Jordan effect, um, and how, you know, if you do your research, they tell it that, you know, they tried to mic- uh, market Michael Jordan, like a tennis player, because that, you know, that was one of the first, um, you know, and under the like Arthur Ashe mold and everything like that, where you, it was a team sport. Basketball is a team sport, so it was kind of hard to market the individual um, without them escaping the team because you have to take on your own personality. So the way that they um, uh, casted him in certain endorsements and the way that they um, made sure, uh, and especially with basketball, because it's not football, you're not wearing a helmet, um, everyone can see your face while you're performing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a different level of engagement that you have with the consumer. Um, and then there just has to be this perfect marriage of, like, you have to be good, too. Um, and then, like, they want to see you play, and then you're doing something different. And then, you know, there was a great mixture of timing of uh, uh, with Tinker becoming the main designer, um, and you know, was he a real designer? You know, again, due to history, he was an architect, uh, you know, and also, you know, worked with, uh, was a runner himself, uh, you know, and uh, it's just time and circumstance and, you know, a uh, little bit of luck, all of that, all in one. Uh, uh, that was like the invention of uh, the sports marketing machine. Huh. Um, and when the businesses see the success, you know, it's a copycat world, mm-hmm. um, you know, so as soon as you see success, you know, it's, it's a gold rush, you know, what I, mean? I mean, everyone sees uh, gold in their eyes, and, and now you're looking for the next golden trophy, um, and then, you know, that's why so many signature shoes came after uh, uh, the Jordan effect with so many other brands, because these brands are trying to scoop uh, people up, um, especially at a young age, and just say, um, you know, 
put your name on it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and then if you're good then we all win um uh and that was the investment they were going to make um so um again that's I'm, I'm illustrating the influence of sports you know and not just basketball we're talking you know bo jackson uh, mm-hmm. you know the uh the cross training uh, uh aspect of bo knows that you know that was a staple because he can do everything um and um just making sure that um you know it, it it just felt like the athletes were almost like superheroes or characters the way that the uh. the uh it, it was marketed to you, you know, and then you come back with the Charles Barkley's that just says, I'm not your role model. It's like the anti, um, you know, establishment routine. And then that worked too. And then you have dark and lightness in, introduced to the, the marketing uh, tactics where, you know, not everything has to be funny. Um, sometimes you can get away with serious uh, um, uh, uh, advertisements. It's just, just different ways to co- connect to uh, consumers. So good, bad, or indifferent. Um, it had to take off somewhere, but then like now we're transitioning to where we're at today, and like how did we get here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. the technology changed, so those influence uh, and those eyeballs and impressions, you know, turned into views and likes, uh, and and now um, you know you don't you don't even have to touch it anymore. To you know, it's just you're being fed information. You, you used to have to go seek it out um um but now it's you know over information um you know so but these marketing people know it that's why we're having this podcast we want you to understand the power that you have um because you know you don't have to be fed um like unplug from the matrix uh, <laughs> um you know think for yourself um so um that's uh, just of it but you know uh, you know from your side uh you know and i i didn't even get into the side of like my experience in marketing, uh-huh. um, you know, we'll tell you about that later. Um, uh, but just, just generally like how we got here, um, you know, it was a, it was a big springboard. Um, and what's happening is not as much innovation at the rate that it was before. Uh-huh. Um, and therefore the copycats can't copy. Uh-huh. Um, so they're running out of ideas. Um, so that's why there's so much influence in social media because they let you do the job for them. They just go find out who has the next following and then slap their stuff on them. Um, and then now the next, uh, you know, radius and tree of people are uh, are now influenced. Uh, all right. So, you know, what's your take on it, Kev? I mean, because, you know, I could talk all day about the marketing side. Yeah, honestly, man, with me, it's like no idea is original now because, um, like you said, it's, it's just been such a great um, times of the 80s and the 90s and even the 2000s in which everyone is encouraged and influenced by those times. So I feel like in hip-hop now, um, I'm aged because even like listening to her or you know Daniel Bazaar or, 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 or people like that where I am hearing the samples of songs that were popular when we were in high school and college. And I'm like, has it really been that long ago? Like, you got to give us some kind of statute of limitations before you can sample, you know, a beat. But I'm like, I guess it's been 15, 20 years. So um, I would just say the creativity um, is not as um, impactful as it once was. So that's probably where a lot of my stench come in, if you will. So even on the marketing side, you see a new commercial or so forth, like something innovative, like you said, that someone else probably did on social media that they all of a sudden um, 
you know, got the credit for and so forth. Um, everything seemed like it, it springs from the golden era. And um, it's a lack of creativity, a lack of innovation, um, and a lack of just brains just saying, okay, fine, what are we going to do here? It's almost like there's so many blueprints out there. We'll take a tad of this, a tad of that, and they'll know what kind of comes from, and then we'll sprinkle this, and then it'll be brand new. And I'm, and that's um, something that um, I'm not really interested in anymore at this point in time. So um, as you mentioned, man, the copycat has gotten real to the point that um, it's just blatant. <laughs> so um, when something does come around as far as a commercial or advertisement, um, that's real innovative or real catchy or so forth that I can't really dig where they got it from. It's almost um, a needle in the haystack or, or like finding a four leaf clover, if you will, these days, because everything seems to me, Tony, um, seems to be um, influenced by or sampled from something um, from the golden era now. So um, people have gotten more um, time to be innovative, but at the same time, they have more access to things quickly to kind of come up with their own, but they'd rather just copy. And um, I'll say it's just a lack of um, just being intuitive. And I think it's a lot of laziness going on overall. So, um, you know, everything is remade now, man. Everything's remade. So that's the area that we're in, Tony, unfortunately. And that's where I'm in my rut right now as far as marketing and advertising goes. Yeah, I understand. And, it, you know, it's literal fatigue. Um, you know, you, you, we've been burnt out and we don't believe you anymore. Um, you know, be creative. Um, so with that, I think that uh, as much as we've talked about there's so much stuff that we don't like, you know, here's something that I think that we can both agree on that we do like. Um, look at the growth potential. Look at the um, areas of opportunity. Um, it's a, a, a target of opportunity um, because and when and that target is the independent brands all right um, because if the consumers aren't going to step up the indies need to step their games up because there's so much room for you to create your own brands and um and and styles and you know mac manufacture control the manufacturing uh control how you market um you don't have to you know break out the cookie cutter you know uh we're the best part of the the game, especially when it was underground culture, was the individuality, hmm. right? Um, it was the the art um, side of it, you know, and then it was an artistic touch that uh, left you with that level of appreciation and why you sought more of it um, and and more of this thing, uh, you know. So when it comes to those indie brands and um, independent of uh, sneaker brands that are, you know, I see a lot of them uh, on on the rise, um, and I think that. Uh, I feel like the culture is not embracing them as fast as they should be, hmm. um, you know, and, uh, you know, just before that gets oversaturated, you know, find out the, the quality uh, brands that have integrity and, uh, you know, really uh, navigate towards them. You know, uh, I think over the course of more episodes with our podcast, you'll hear more about some of those brands and we'll tell you some stories about brands we have relationships with and, um, have already talked to. So again, that's how, why we know what's going on because know a little bit about what people are thinking, but, um, you know, it's just a, a, a great place, uh, for opportunity. And I just hope that people, uh, uh, embrace that brand, you know, so, uh, embrace, uh, any brands again, because I told you about how there once was a time where there was just a lot of brands and, um, and, and it was okay to wear those brands. So, um, you know, Kevin, uh, you know, the OG, 
Uh, tell me about, uh, you know, your take on the indie brands. Uh, where are we at? Yeah, the key thing with that, Tony, you said a whole lot. And I would like to touch on the fact that um, I'm very happy about the evolution of the Internet and social media because um, there's numerous options that are out there now. Even if you're just strolling through certain things in social media and, and things just come to you. And one thing that I have um, been utilizing and you have as well is that you, you can get some dope stuff that's high quality that's a fraction of the price of, of, of other brands that may be popular or may have been here for years or may have reputation and so forth. And that's what I've kind of enjoyed. So um, a lot of these new indie brands, I will support because they have cut my costs as far as um, me getting a whole lot more for a whole lot less. As I always say, we always have unlimited once with limited resources and um anyway i can get a quality product whether it's a pair of shorts even a pair of shoes um and i'm like wow i got this quality for this price and it's starting to really educate me on how much of um i hate to say inflation if you will but how overpriced a lot of these popular um other brands are and that's inflation. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I just hate using that unless we talk about strict economics. But um, I'll just say at the end of the day that um, I'm hoping that the next couple of generations will be empowered by that, Tony, and it will start to even the playing field a little bit. Because once you start cutting to the bottom line of these big companies, they got to just kind of conform a little bit to say that, wow, um, these pair of shorts that this company is making, you know, they're making this for this price and ours are now sitting and sitting or they go on sale for the same price as they're selling there. So um, that's what I'm liking is just there is an increase now and not only competition, but my options. And I don't feel like I'm shopping at a flea market because I'm not wearing a huge um, known brand, if you will. Um, these brands have done their research. They've done their homework. They're using the same factories and so forth. And it is refreshing um, from a, a, a footwear or apparel standpoint um, to still be fly, to still be clean, to still be dope. And it's not something that someone has a zillion likes in or I'm not at least seen or appeared to be a quote unquote hype beast because I'm wearing this or I'm wearing that. So um, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm just really liking where the game is now as far as that goes, because a lot of people who, like we said before, a few minutes ago, who would like to be creative have been inspired and been empowered to be creative and are taking that step. And, and, and we are now um, starting to. Um, benefit from that and i'm starting to see a whole lot of other people um also benefit from it too so we'll see if the game levels out a bit in which it'll be a fair shake between this huge company that's been around for 100 years and um this indie company um who's just gaining a following the right way it's not a celebrity they're not sitting there strategically putting something on somebody for it to be pop popular they're going to buy it in a very organic way and they have an organic following and that's their strategy and that's what they're happy with and I'm all about that life. Yeah, I'm about that life too. Because one more thing, uh, just on that same topic is, um, you know, with the with the indie brands, it's just the uh, amount of time and effort that that, that that goes into it. It's not for them to just take market share. Mm. Um, you know, it's more of a you know you're just acquiring a new customer. So that doesn't mean that you're taking a customer away. Uh, 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 from anybody else uh, because if we have a more inclusive um, mindset it's okay to have all the brands to be honest with you it's just that because you're so 
uh, brand loyal in 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 a sheepish way to the big companies that the little companies can't or the you know the up and comers can't stay um, because you won't allow them to and it's just like well how did the the big company get big because you allowed them in mm. um, why do you block the next ones um, as if you can't have both mm. um, you know what I'm saying so trust me we're spending money all over the place so why can't you have both um, it, it's and that's where the influence has messed you up because somewhere along the lines you think because it's not co-signed. Uh, uh, that something new is less. Uh, when meanwhile, you had touched on it too, Kev, you know, a lot of these uh, indie uh, brands are taking their time. They have better materials. Mm. <laughs> like mm. what, you know, it's, you know, you know, we love details over here at the Soul Material Podcast. So um, that's what it's all about. So the last topic um wanted to cover in this episode too, you know, is, you know, with these indie brands um, uh, that we, we discussed, we talked about marketing and the business, um, but it all comes uh, down, and this is a, another staple uh, pillar that you'll hear more about and us expand upon uh, in the future is just relationships. Uh-huh. Um, the the absence of relationships and or um, how relationships changed. Um, the depth of, of your relationship that you used to have to have um, when it was the, the underground culture versus to the commercialized influence culture uh, today. Relationships are really different you know so you know i i'll kick it back to you uh kev you know again og perspective um you know you you're og even on the online side too like from the beginning of the online uh Mm -hmm. uh uh, era you know tell us a little bit about the relationships that you you've uh, made in the past you know both uh physically and then you know in the beginning of the online culture you know you know how did those early relationships form understood man it's a simple philosophy for me and it's kind of how i live life and that's um being consistent being integral and being honest and um knowing how to communicate um consistently and effectively um and timely and that's it and with that um once you have that consistency with folks like you will organically naturally build a following so this whole holiday kev is, is what my boys usually used to say um became a thing and that's just what it was and unfortunately we are in a climate now um in which everybody's out for themselves um no one believes in long term anymore everything is transaction for transaction um in the infamous words of uh, janet jackson what have you done for me lately meaning what have you done for me today um because tomorrow is not going to matter and yesterday was yesterday so um that's honestly where we are so to give a prime example is that you will have um a consumer in a line at a store that the store may be known for having limited product and they may be totally disrespected totally disregarded um at that store at that release you and i back there be like you know what i'm never going to that store again and that's what it was going to be regardless we have a consumer base now which the very next release guess what they're right back in line at that store so um <laughs> again the whole mindset of um the consumer now the majority of consumers feel like they have to deal with that or it's just a part of the game or they're not worried about it um it's bothersome it's worrisome it's got the game where it is now so i'm not saying relationships doesn't matter anymore but a lot of people have conformed to short-term thinking um long term doesn't matter um this whole thing of which if i have a good batting percentage i'm legit 
meaning that if I have 10 transactions and I do seven of those, you know, appropriately, and two of those I may delay for whatever reason, one of those I may completely defraud someone, then that's seven out of 10, 70%, I'm legit. So I have seven people who can co-sign for me and these other three people that are disgruntled, um, you know, that just happens sometimes. No, where I was from and, and, and the game I came from, you have to be hundred percent legit all the time. I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but you have to work in excellence. And most people now don't believe in working in excellence. And that comes with um, just the way the culture has gone and our society has gone and everything is just day to day, Tony. And it's frustrating because um, you and I both benefit from long-term relationships. We've been friends for over 20 years, brothers for over 20, 20 years now. And um, it's just, a, it's to me, it is, remarkable how some things in the culture really reflect society as a whole and this is one of those things man where we got to get back to um getting old school about relationships and and building them yeah unfortunately uh being impeccable with your word is not normalized (laughs) um um, and people stop caring i don't i don't get it um relationships are so important like that old cliche of uh, you know it's who you know it's not what you know um like that is half the battle like that is half the battle. I just wanted to say that again. Um, and having those relationships, because, you know, back in the day, again, um, we, did, we didn't get to uh, send you an email or anything like that. You had to show up. You had to call. You had to talk to somebody. And then you had to um, let them know, you know, like, I'm somebody, like, you know, I'm just not nobody. Um, you know what I mean? How do we uh, form a relationship that's mutually beneficial? Um, it's not just a, um, I need something from you. Um, and, and that's how you, you, you have relationships is give and take. Um, and then over time, um, even the relationship with the consumer and the brand, um, and the relationship with the consumer and how they are communicated with all of those things change. Um, but the consumer, you know what I mean? The consumer just let it, let it happen. And then just kept going along with it. Um, as if you can't, you don't have control over this, the market will bear what you're willing to, pay mm. so like eventually have the discipline to stop paying it Ooh, that's um, you know word. just like you talked about going to the store and you're going back after you got bad service why mm. that's your fault mm. um you're asking for it again you think they're going to treat you better after they see you coming back then like then that means i know you can do this would you go back to a bad relationship with an individual if you know that it's not uh you're not getting what you need. No, that'll be stupid. Um, but you do it anyway. Right. Um, and, um, why is the thrill, the thrill of the chase? Um, and, uh, is it the optics? Uh, we don't know, but you know, when it comes to uh, relationships, they're so important. And then nowadays you have to have a relationship with your social media account. Um, and you know, and all of these, <laughs> you know, cause you got to stay on top of it. You got to keep, uh, putting out content and trying to interact with people, uh, for what, um, just to be engaged and fed more information um, so that you can uh, do what people are trying to get you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cut the cord. That's why I, I like to see a, a younger generation cutting the cord. They're not, um, they're, they're waking up to society. They're waking up to, you know, um, you know, not paying, you know, buying cable. You know, like, I mean, like cutting the cord in all aspects and just saying, I'm not going to be fed um, I'm going to consume like in a, on a on demand way I want to consume, you know, so you see how that exists and streaming and everything like how, how did that curve get missed over here uh, in this sneaker culture with uh, that type of relationship of, you know, 
um, I want what I want. That means that you had to know what you want in the get go. And then again, that's why we're here uh, with the, the state of relationships because the sheep don't know what they want. Mm. Um, so they like to roam where you get cattled into roaming. Mm. Um, so, um, you have more power, uh, and we're, you know, uh, going to keep exposing and peeling back the layers, all those uh, uh, material uh, le- uh, tiers and levels to, you know, all the soul and heart and soul that we're talking about. That's why Soul Material uh, Podcast got created, um, and we're here. And I cannot wait to we're going to indulge in this particular topic a whole lot more throughout the season. So I cannot wait to us to share our stories and um, scenarios and, and help people to let them know that um, you still, as you said, you have the power and you still have to exercise some discipline and somewhere down the line, when is enough enough? Because if you get bad service at a hotel, you don't mind going to Yelp or giving up a, a bad review. But when it comes to this limited sneaker, as you mentioned, you will take the mistreatment because you just feel like you have to because, and, and you, you don't have to, you're making a choice, but in making that choice, um, you're also um, shaping the game to be where it is as far as that goes. So it's interesting to me how someone will go bonkers over getting cold fries at McDonald's, <laughs> but yeah. they will sit there and um, will be first in line at a store and wait literally 12 hours and camp out. And then the store opens the door and say, I'm sorry, we don't have any. Yeah. And not communicating that to the person that's been outside for 12 hours, not even sitting out there. I've seen that. So, interesting and and you guys are right back out there some are right back out there the next release and um the excuses or um you know things that they say to kind of um defend themselves have, have been interesting i can't wait to indulge into that later on yep more episodes to come um and that's why we want to have a relationship with you um uh, so thanks for uh tuning in to another episode we'll see you next time peace three weber no look to howard and he converts Brilliant play, and we talked earlier tonight about it.